0: Eight more years of Dylan Cousins. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. We had to scrap our idea for today. I was going to talk prospects on today's show, but gladly we got some breaking news to talk about, or at least breaking within the last hour or two here on Tuesday afternoon. The Sabres have signed Dylan Cousins to a long-term contract extension. We'll go through all the merits of Cousins, the player, why he, I think he deserves this extension, why I am very impressed with the Sabres organization that they would be willing to do this and be pushing for it at this moment in time. I got a thought on the Sabres 1-2 center combo. How many center combos in the NHL as a whole would you take right now to start a franchise over Thompson and cousins got a list there. It's not a very long list. And we could have a debate on that front. Of course, the money and all the ramifications of that. And also I want to get to who's next who might be the next Sabre to get to an extension, a big extension. And I think that this guy could get a deal this summer. We'll go through the hunt a little bit later on a couple of teams in action on Tuesday night that affect the Sabres in the playoff race. So all that is ahead here on the lockdown Sabres podcast. I am jacked up for this extension for Dylan cousins. It is a seven year deal worth $7.1 million per year. Now, Cousins will finish out this year on his entry level contract which means this extension will begin next season and it will go through the 2029-2030 season. If you're uh, a listener that's not younger than me, you might roll your eyes at me saying this but that is a long way away. I will be 34 years old when that is happening or uh, when that extension is up. And uh, Cousins will be 28. So Timeline wise, it kind of fits for that, giving the guy a second contract while he's still in his prime. Uh, of course, that is long down the road. But to me, the first thing I thought of, by the way, at Stinky Joe Sports to follow us on Twitter, uh, follow me on Twitter at least, at Lockdown Sabres for the podcast account. Got some good polls going up there, uh, good conversation about how many center combos you would put above Cousins and Thompson if you were starting a franchise today. Uh, Of course, we also have our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube. Search Lockdown Sabres if you're listening to the show. You want a video component? You want to watch the show? Maybe you're just chilling back on the couch and you're eating lunch or whatever and you want to throw something on the TV and you were just listening to our podcast. Throw it up on the TV. You can watch the show. um, And you can see all our goodies behind here on the shelf. I got actually a recent addition of that we've got the greg rousseau bobblehead drew bledsoe jim kelly of course the patented buffalo sabers dragon because of the logo as i saw it as a kid going back the other way the new edition ryan miller resurgence brewery special can edition red and black of course Uh, gotta go red and black Stu barnes next to it and it keeps going down the list so you can see all our stuff you can see uh, everything that's going on here on the show got my dog finn in the background here. But There's so many reasons to watch. Finn's kind of sleeping, though, right now. He's like a zoo animal. When you show up to see what he's doing, he's not really doing anything. Um, see if he wakes up at some point during today's show. But, again, at Locked on Sabres uh, on YouTube. Just search it there and you'll find us. The number one thing I thought of when thinking about this extension the moment we saw it. By the way, great job by Chad D. D. of Expected Buffalo. For the blogger sphere, all over it. Those guys are as plugged in as anybody in uh, Sabres Media. And Chad was right on top of this. I mean, a week ago, or was it three days ago? Three days ago, he tweeted that this was close. And that it was going to come in right about at Tage Thompson's contract, if not a little bit below. And exactly that happened. Thompson, by the way, for reference, is at $7.142 Cousins is at 7.100, so it's basically the same. It's both 7.1. Tops is getting an extra $42,000 a year, whatever. The most important thing I thought of here is the Sabres now have their number one and their number two centers locked up for $14.242 million per year. That is incredible value on those two players. For right now, it's good value. I cannot imagine how good it's going to be in four or five years, looking back on these extensions and wh- where the league might be. Then the NHL salary cap is very slow at increasing compared to other sports, but it does go up little by little million or two every year. So by five years time, I mean, is the cap up 10 million from where it is now, either way, it's going to look good. And they're cashing in on cousins before he really takes that giant step forward. If that's to come, they just did it with Tage Thompson. So it's very possible these two players are worth 20 to 25 million dollars per year uh, in 5 years time and they'll be on under the on the books at 14 million which i mean that's an extra that's a bonus player the sabers can get down the road that they wouldn't be otherwise have to because they're doing this early and they're getting on top of it so the value of the contracts is big and also just don't even mess around you know, this happened with Sam Reinhart, right? They refused year after year after year to give Sam Reinhart a long term extension. And finally, he had all the leverage. He had one year to restricted free agency and he was able to tell the Sabres, I'm just gonna walk in a year. And the Sabres are making it impossible for players to do that because they're just coming at him with the check right away. They're not even not even worrying about it. If they're committed and they know, if they're confident that this player is a core piece of this organization going forward, why mess around? What's the point? I, what? Why go for the bridge deal? Uh, the bridge deal more and more to me is becoming um, is becoming an extinct uh, an extinct species in the NHL. It's more and more going away. It's an endangered species in the NHL. The bridge contract. I mean, the Sabers did it with Dalene, right? And that was was that under Kevin Adams or a previous GM. Either way. In fact, actually, I'm on cap friendly. I can look for you real quick. So, Daleen, who was on a three year deal for $6 million per year, that was Kevin Adams. So, Kevin Adams signed him to that deal. And what's Daleen going to get? $11 million, $12 million? I don't think that's crazy. And had they signed him to an eight year deal or a seven year deal immediately in 2021, uh, $9 million per year? They would have saved 2 three million on the cap. So that's the benefit right before your eyes with Rasmus Dahlin. It's fine. Dahlin, I think, is going to be the next captain of this team and a long-term extension, but it is a lesson learned. So the Sabres finally understanding the value in getting these guys done early. Now, another thing I thought of pretty quickly after, before we get to the merits of why I believe Dylan Cousins is completely deserving of this extension. Compare Thompson and Cousins right now Factoring in age and factoring in contract, they are at about $14 million per year between the two of them. Thompson, 25 years old, and Cousins, 21 years old. How many one-two center combinations in the National Hockey League today would you rather start a franchise with than Tage Thompson and Dylan Cousins? The list is not long. I think I came up with three teams where I would say yes. Maybe four. I'll go with four. I think this center combo for the Sabres though is in the top five for the future of the position and having these guys locked up. The number one center combo I would take over Thompson and cousins is McDavid and dry's Of course. Now they're more money. They're like over $20 million a year between the two of them, but it's the best center in hockey and in the world. And I think ever and dry's is what the third best center in the world. So those two run away. I would put the devils. Above the Sabres in terms of one two center combo with Jack Hughes and Nico Heeshier. Jack Hughes is having the meteoric season that Tage Thompson is having 35 goals, uh, tons of points, on pace for a 100 points. And Nico Heeshier, by the way, is playing very well uh, in his own regard. sure is at, I think, 60 points in 70 games. So he's on pace for around 70. Uh, he hasn't played 70 games. What am I talking about? But that was last year. This year, he's on pace for about a point a game. Um, and contract wise, those guys aren't bad. They're at fifteen point two five million between the two of them. he's sure twenty four years old. Hughes twenty one years old. That that's pretty damn strong. It's very similar to the Sabers. Maybe I'd give them a slight edge because of Hughes' age versus Thompson. Um, and I I think yeah, it's pretty similar. I guess I don't have a lot of different uh, reasons to differentiate. The other one I would do. The other two I probably would do. Nathan McKinnon and Alex Newhook in Colorado. Alex Newhook is not yet. He's not fully formed as a prospect. He is a very highly thought of prospect. We used to talk about him when we went through Jack Eichel trade negotiations um, here on the show. New Hook is still very young at 22 years old. This year, 20 points in 48 games. Not that great. Last year, 33 points in 71 games. It's less about New Hook for me, though, and I would take Nathan McKinnon and almost anybody because Nathan McKinnon is that good. He, I think, is the second-best center in hockey, and I think he's old, he's very close to Connor McDavid, even closer than a lot of people believe. Um, so I would go with McKinnon and Newhook just to get McKinnon. And then I could be talked into Carolina's guys, Martin Nietzsche and uh, and Sebastian Aho. Um, those two guys, I think, are right there. Age-wise, they're a little bit older than Cousins and, uh, and Thompson, but not by much. Uh, Nietzsche's is 24. Aho is 25. They combine actually for $11.46 million per year, but Nietzsche's is going to need an extension uh, coming up in a couple of years. He's an RFA after next season. Nietzsche's, by the way, about a point a game, 47 points in 51 games. And then Aho, um, you know, closer to that Thompson level with uh, 46 points in 44 games. Not quite Thompson level, but I that one, you know, I might say it's close, but I would go Thompson Cousins. Okay, so I think I figured it out in my head. I would go Thompson and Cousins, the fourth best 1-2 center combo in hockey you start your franchise with today, it, including contract and age. Drysdale, McDavid, I would put over him. Hughes and Heeshire and McKinnon and Hook. But that's it. And, man, that speaks to how great a shape the Sabres are in. Also, I did tweet this out. What fan base do we think is going to get the most upset by me saying this? it might be it might sound like a hot take. I really don't think it's a hot take. I'm I'm going to welcome the idea that I'm being biased because I'm watching these two guys every game whereas everyone else I'm watching more sparingly. But man, it's I think it's hard to argue. Their cap hits are so good and their ages are perfect and Thompson being an elite player and Cousins a point of game. I mean, I don't really know how you argue that they're not. Like Toronto fans are going to be mad about this, right? If they get, if they catch wind of it, Toronto fans will be upset because well, we got Austin Matthews and he's a top three center in hockey, isn't he? And John Tavares is still a point of game player. Yeah, and my my obvious counter to the Toronto people, if they come, you know, with bows and arrows for me, is going to be John Tavares is, is thirty two years old, and between the two of them, he paid twenty three million dollars a year sabers that's a 10 million dollar difference that's a lot so i think that matters age matters i wouldn't put toronto above them pittsburgh maybe would be upset about this too that one's an even easier case I mean, those guys are both almost at the end of their careers malkin 36 and crosby 35 i think the sabers are number four in terms of one two center combos for the foreseeable for the long-term future when we come back I got more on why I truly believe Dylan Cousins was worth this extension. I got some numbers, uh, more about his game in general and how I see it uh, going forward and really the steps he's taken this year uh, to earn this deal. So all that is ahead before I get to the guy I think is next up in, uh, for his contract. That's ahead here on the Locked on Sabres podcast. We are presented by our new... Favorite sports book. I'm super excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they are the number one sports book in America. FanDuel. And if you are new to FanDuel, it's even better. They have so many great features to make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now and you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. You get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything. You get the money line. You got prop bets for the Super Bowl who will score a touchdown. Um, I'm looking at some long shot bets right now. Maybe a little uh, Ronald Jones action in the Super Bowl. Uh, Third string running back with a very long shot odd. Love that. Maybe a one-yarder at some point. The one I like the most, though, for the Kansas City Chiefs. How about backup tight end Blake Bell? The Chiefs are always throwing to these backup tight ends and all that focus on Travis Kelsey. How about Blake Bell for an anytime touchdown touchdown, uh, prop? The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57 as FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official Sportsbook partner of the National Football League. Sneaky Joe DiBiase back here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Dylan Cousins signs a seven-year extension worth $7.1 million per year, which takes him to 2030 as a member of the Buffalo Sabres. Now, a couple of reasons why I believe Cousins is truly worth this extension. In, In fact, I think more. I think you could argue right now he's an $8 million or more player, let alone in two, three years' time which I think that'll be even a higher number 7.1 though, is what he'll be at. He is the best zone entry man on the team. He is, he comes through the neutral zone with speed. He is so patient and he's got everything you need because he is very strong on his skates. He is fast on his skates. He is very crafty when it comes to just getting to the space. He's smart about it because that really is what it's about. Some guys will try to stick handle their way through everybody. and, There are other guys that realize I could stick handle through everybody, but I don't need to. Let me go for the easy play. I feel like that's cousins cousins comes with a head of steam through the neutral zone. And he realizes, Oh, there's this little space, this pocket of space over on the right wall, about 10 feet in the zone. Let me just get there. I'm just going to get to that spot and then I could flip my hips around and turn around and take a look around and see what I've got to look at. That's Cousins. There is a patience to his game while also having the ability to, to skate through with speed. Of course, he's got the passing ability. He's got the hands um, and he's got the power. So if he's got someone on his back, he's got the physicality uh, to kind of, to hold them off a little bit and not get overwhelmed and not get pushed off the puck. So He is the complete package, and that is a very important role. It's not one that gets talked about a lot, but being a zone entry man is one of the most critical parts of being an offensive team, and the Sabres are that. They are trying to to be a team that outscores you, and to outscore teams, you've got to get into the offensive zone. How do you do that? you got to get there. He's the point guard. He really is the point guard and it is crucial, uh, a crucial skill to have on this team. And the numbers reflect that, by the way, in the entire national hockey league, Dylan cousins is 11th in NHL in controlled entries per 60 minutes. That's for all positions. That's for forwards centers, defensemen, all of it. He is number 11 in the NHL. He is the best on the Buffalo Sabres at it better than Thompson, better than Tuck, who are also very good at it themselves. In fact, uh, Corey, uh, Corey Najder, who I, I always forget how to pronounce his name. I think it's Najder, Najder. He always uh, tweets out these charts and these graphs. This is actually where I got this controlled zone entries uh, thing from. And he tweeted about Cousins being so high on that list that he thinks Cousins is still leaving some offense on the table. The guys around him are elite offensive contributors. We're talking like 90-point guys. And Cousins is on pace right now for... Seventy-two points, twenty-eight goals and seventy-two points. That that's amazing. That's a great number, and everyone would take that, I think, for Cousins. But you got a you got a numbers guy here that is arguing, hey, there's even there's more meat on the bone there. So I might want to project. This, this might sound like a hot take or a bold take. I might want to project there is another leap from Dylan Cousins. Like Thompson, maybe I was a little off on Thompson. I didn't think there was another leap there. The underlying numbers, it was hard to see. The shooting percentage made it seem like he might even regress. Cousins, though, I really think some of these advanced numbers, and even that comment there by someone that's in the know on the numbers, would point to, there might be more in there. As, as much as that's amazing because he's already a great player, there might be more in there. Maybe he could be an 80-plus point guy year to year to year to year. Um, 30 goals, you know. And one other point I would want to add to that, while there why there might be another leap in there. He's been playing with two rookies all season. And I love me some Jack Quinn and love me some J.J. Paterka. I think they should be playing more. You've heard me complain about that throughout the season. They should be playing more minutes. But they are inconsistent. They're rookies. This is their first full season in the NHL. And Cousins primarily is playing with both of them. So as those two, let's say that line uh, holds strong. and keeps going forward together. And I think that will happen because Don Granado loves to keep his lines together. So if Thompson, Skinner, and Tuck remain together through the next couple of years and Cousins, Quinn, and Paterka remain together, Quinn especially, but Paterka also are only going to get better. They're only going to improve. They're only going to get more consistent and capable, be capable of driving offense on their own instead of a lot of it having to go through Cousins. And as those two players get better and better and more consistent, Cousins' numbers are going to go e- up even higher. I mean, just on a simple sh- shooting percentage number, I mean, at some point, Jack Quinn is going to be burying 30 of these a year of these chances he's getting, but maybe 20. I mean, that's 40, that's 40 goals on, on the table, potentially in future years that aren't being scored right now. And I don't think that number will be that high. Cause that would be 111 points for, for cousins, but I, I think he's going to take a step forward because the numbers are kind of pointing to it. Your eyes can kind of see it. And he's been playing with two rookies all year. And by the way, another advanced number for you advanced expected goals for expected goals, for percentage Dylan cousins is at 52.6%. When he's on the ice, you would expect he's going to score 52.6% of the goals or the Sabres will score 52.6% of the goals. That is the third best mark for a forward on the Sabres. Funny enough, the two guys above him, Jack Quinn and JJ Paterka. So that line is one, two, three Ed cousins is third, but, uh, it, he's got a very good number there. In fact, that number is higher than a lot of great players around the NHL. That goals four percent expected goals, four percentage is better than Trevor Zegras and Anaheim better than Bo Horvat, who just got paid 8.5 million per year at age 28, uh, by the Islanders, Elias Lindholm in Calgary, Anthony Sorelli in Tampa, Evgeny Kuznetsov, Anze Kopitar, JT Miller. You know what a lot of these guys have in common? A lot of these guys are number two centers. Sorelli's in at number two center. Kuznetsov, uh, JT Miller, Lindholm, and Cousins is the Sabers' number two center. And he's got a better number than all those guys. I really think the Horvat contract's a mess for the Islanders. Sabres have a much better deal on their hands. So, Good stuff. I think he's deserving of it. And one other thing I'll add before we move on from Cousins. The one criticism I came into the year with for him was his shot. And I did not think that he was going to – that his. I thought he'd be a great playmaker and he would put up numbers, but that he would be a guy that was a little bit limited in terms of his scoring ability. He started the year very slow on that front. He was around like a 4% shooting percentage. That has – just soared to 13.7%. And will it maintain there? Maybe not. Maybe it might come down a little bit, but he's shooting the puck tremendously. I mean, I got to give it to him. He's got a great finish. Uh, That was not something that I saw in his game very much in previous seasons. Um, I know he's only been here two years, but that has been uh, an area of his game that has been more fully formed. In fact, 17 goals this year. He had 17 goals coming into the year in 120 games. This year he's got 17 goals in 49 games. So the one weakness I thought he had, he's doing great. So maybe there is no weakness for this guy. I don't think he's the next captain personally. It's no criticism of him. He'll maybe be a guy that wears an a on this team for 10 years. I truly believe this team is going to, is going to be Rasmus Dallin's that he is going to be the captain. So cousins gets mentioned a lot as a future captain type candidate. Um, if he doesn't get it, I don't think it's any criticism of him. I just think it's going to be Dahlien, personally. All right, we'll take a timeout here when we come back. Who's the next guy to get paid? I have a very clear uh prediction of who I think is next. And then the hunt. Who's in action around the Sabres in the playoff race on Tuesday? That's ahead here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. But brought to you by AG1. Athletic greens. Great shakes. You can just pour them in your um, in it's just scoop. In a cup of water every day. You can make the shakes. They are delicious. Uh, they taste great. You can also just put the drops in your water or your coffee and not even notice it's there. So it's up to you. If you don't like the taste, you can do the droplets. But I think you're going to like the taste because it's, you know, a lot of people will turn their nose up at those green shakes just on the color, but they, they taste tremendous. So, what is this stuff? AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. It supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery focus, and aging. It is lifestyle-friendly, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, and that's because it contains less than one gram of sugar, no nasty GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting great it supports better sleep quality and recovery supports mental clarity and alertness the the vitamins and minerals that you're getting from ag1 are just going to make everything you do smoother and and give you more of that energy that you're looking for without you know drinking 10 cups of coffee uh athletic greens created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover and it was costing him a hundred dollars per day. AG one costs you less than $3 per day. It's less than your coffee habit. So reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health and to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs to take on the go with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHLnetwork. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHLnetwork to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Sneaky Joe DiBiase back here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. The Sabres signed Dylan Cousins to a seven-year extension, which begs the question, Who is next? Who is the next Sabre to get an extension done? Now, the obvious answer might appear to be Rasmus Dahlin. Dahlin is going into the final year of his contract in 2023-24 at $6 million, and then he will be a restricted free agent. I have no concerns whatsoever, 0.0% that he is not going to sign a long-term deal. But when does it happen, and how big is it going to happen? I think this summer is a very likely a very likely outcome that he will sign what I think will be north of $11 million per year. Eric Carlson in San Jose is a comparable $11.5 million for him, and maybe that's what Darlene gets. But I think he will be the highest-paid player in the Sabres, and he will be the highest-paid player in the Sabres by a lot, as he probably deserves to be. So, Darlene, he'll get paid this summer. That, I don't think, though, is saying that all that much. The one guy you're probably not thinking about that I think is going to get a contract this summer if the Sabres can convince him to sign is Owen Power. Owen Power, I know, rookie year. You're going to pay him already? I think you give him an eight-year contract this summer and see what he says. And again, you might be thinking, well, one year? Do they really need to do that? Here's why I think it's a good idea to do it. I don't think they need to, but it's a good idea. One, they just did this with Matias Samuelson. Matias Samuelson, they signed him before he had scored a goal in the NHL, right? He was not a proven commodity yet. I mean, he was in a way, but not in terms of experience. Samuelson had played 54 games when the Sabres decided to sign him for seven years. 54 games. And power, I mean, is power already above 54? No, he's just below that, right? So, He's going to pass what Samuelson was at in terms of games play. He's at 47. He's going to pass what Samuelson was at by the season's end when they'll have to decide whether or not they want to offer him anything. And the other thing is because he played for the Sabres last year uh, in eight games. So actually, right, there you go. 55 games. So Owen Power right now has played one more game than Matias Samuelson did when they paid him last year. They played him and that burned a year of his entry level contract. So, Next year is actually the final year of his entry-level contract. Where he will then be a restricted free agent. He's not a normal restricted free agent. I believe, if I read this right on Cap Friendly, and I believe I do, a 10.2C uh, RFA, the player has not played enough games to be eligible for an offer sheet. There's not offer sheets in the NHL anyway, so I'm not worried about it. But he can't be offer sheeted as an RFA after next year. But he will be an RFA, and he will need a contract. And the Sabres will have to decide bridge deal or long-term deal. And I think given their recent history with Thompson, with Samuelson, and with Cousins, and the fact that power is as sure a thing as there is on this team. I mean, he's been dynamite. He actually is getting some buzz with the Calder race. He might be back in it. We'll talk more about that on one of our next shows. Um, He's in the Calder race. He has been one of the most dominant defensemen overall all season in the NHL. And I'm not just talking about rookies. And he was the first overall pick. I mean, how how, sh- how more sure could you get other than just seeing the same thing next year? I mean, the, the ceiling is higher, right? He could be Victor Hedman for 10 years. Um, but I think you pay him. And I, if I were Kevin Adams, here's what I would do. I would go to Power, and I would go to his agent and say, eight years, nine million per. What do you say? And Power, you know, you can see what he says. Power is an elitely talented player. He might say, yeah, I might wait another year. Let me take that big monster step forward, and then let me see if I can go get what Darlene's going to get. Let me see if I can get an $11 million contract per year. I'm not going to sell myself short now. So it would be a risk in some ways. um, But if I'm the Sabres, that's the offer I come at him with. See if you can get him for $9 million per. Uh, And that's a lot of money, again, for a a player on one year. But, man, I don't know how you can't be more sure that Owen Power is worth that on an eight-year deal. All right, so that, I think Power's next. I think Darlene is next. Could be the summer of the, uh, the defenseman for the Sabres. In the hunt, or the hunt. Why did I say in the hunt? This isn't a bill show, a uh, drought show. The hunt for Tuesday night. A couple of games that matter to the Sabres. One, the Pittsburgh Penguins hosting the Colorado Avalanche. This game is at 7 o'clock. This game is basically a pick 'em at FanDuel Sportsbook. Pittsburgh is minus 106 on the money line to win. So you have to bet 106 to win 100. Colorado, though, is minus 113. So again, essentially a pick 'em, almost 50 50 for this game. Uh, go, Colorado, of course. The Penguins um, are what? I've been so long since I looked at the standings. I didn't have it open for the start of the show. So let me bring it up here real quick. And I can't because my internet's not working. So. I can't tell you exactly how many points off the top of my head, though. I believe it's one point uh, or is it two points? Ah, penguins just above the sabers. Go Colorado. It's all you need to know. Seattle at the New York Islanders, the Kraken are a good hockey team. I don't think the Islanders are. So you've got a rooting interest there as well, rooting for the Kraken. And then if you want it, doesn't matter to the sabers. If you're still you know, out there, Jack Eichel hate watching the Golden Knights play the Predators uh, tonight late, and uh, they're an underdog. The Golden Knights are an underdog. Predators are favored at home. So go Colorado, go Islanders, and if you're still, still really driving home that negative energy, go, uh, go Nashville Predators. Finally, it comes up. One point back, the Sabers are of the Penguins with one more game played. So after Tuesday night, the Sabers and the Pens will be even on games played. Sabers don't play, of course, until Saturday afternoon against Calgary. All right, so we didn't get the prospects today. We had news to talk about with Dylan Cousins, so we'll push that off. Uh, well, I've got prospect stuff to talk about this week on the show, including a prospect guest, and there was a, a, a story at ESPN.com. It was a survey done to. NHL award voters, and we have a pretty good indication on where voters stand with Rasmus Dahlin for the Norris Trophy and Owen Power for the Calder. So we'll talk about their chase for those awards and this new information that we have, uh, of course, this week, as well as we inch closer to Sabres and Flames. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and come back tomorrow for uh, us more on Locked on Sabres.